Hello, and welcome to another episode of Music and Vibes. I am your host, Kiana W. Mitchell. How are you guys doing today, and what have you been up to? I can't wait to hear everything that you've been doing this week. I know you have to be having a great week. And if you're not, I hope you have a great week soon and that you're enjoying today. This week at my church, the Children's Ministry Department is doing Vacation Bible School, or VBS. Now, I am sure you've seen or probably are seeing the flyers for VBS in the mail or on signs outside of different churches. So yeah, this is the season of Vacation Bible School. For those of you who are not familiar with Vacation Bible School, it is usually a one-week program that the church puts on for kids to help them to get to know more about God in a fun way. Now, some churches have their Vacation Bible School in the daytime, which I think is good. Last summer, my kids... Okay, we're like vacation Bible school junkies. We go to different vacation Bible schools. So last year, they went to one that was in the daytime. And they had a lot of fun. They learned cool songs and silly dances. They had an amazing time. Oh yeah, they ate snacks. Which is what everyone likes to do. Eat snacks. So they did that. But my church, they're doing it like at night. So their vacation Bible school started on Sunday. And it goes through Thursday. And it's in like in the afternoon from like 6 to 6 30 no it's not from 6 to 8 30 and pretty much that's what it is now the thing i like about it, there are pros and cons for vacation bible school to me let's see cons i'll start with cons first because i don't have many cons about it it's more pros so i'll start with like bad news good news anyway cons are first so the thing that i don't like is that every single day after i get off from work I gotta grab the kids, get in the car, and go straight to church. And the church that I go to is like a half an hour from where I live. So it's a long drive all the way out there. So that would be the only bad thing because when I get home from work, I like to eat, take a nap. Yeah, I do take naps in between getting home from work, eating, and bedtime. So I like to get home from work, take a nap, watch some TV, and then I go back to sleep. So yeah, I have a routine, and I like my routine, and it's kind of out of whack. So that would be my con. However, pros outweigh the cons any day. Like, for example, I get I pick the kids up, right? So when I pick them up, I immediately go ahead and put them, we get in a car. I pack myself um, a dinner because they feed the kids. Yes, that's an awesome thing. So it's like you take your kids to vacation Bible school. They feed them. They keep them for until like 830 and you just have to take them home and put those kids to bed. So while they're inside at 6 o'clock, I come back out to the car. I read. I write songs. Work on a podcast. Take a nap. Do whatever I want to do. Because it's so, so quiet. Yes, I'm sitting in the car. It's in the summer. But we've been having tons of rain, so it's not hot. It's really nice. But it's so quiet. Like, oh my goodness. I don't remember when it's ever been this quiet because in my house it's always loud. Even on the ride to church, it is loud. The kids are laughing, making noise, talking loud. So it's awesome to be able to get in the car after I drop them off, sign them in, and just have quiet. So this week has been so peaceful. I literally like checked my emails, did whatever I wanted to do. Sitting in the car was so relaxing. And I'm glad to have these two and a half hours all to myself. Like, it's amazing. Like I said, I eat dinner, do what I want to do while I wait for the kids. It is so quiet. And I just love the peace and quiet that I have in the car by myself. Very peaceful and relaxing. 
Oh yeah, by the way, they're loving VBS too. Every night they tell me about something new that they have learned. Tonight I think the kids are going to have a career fair and people who are going to come from the community and tell them about the jobs that they have, the jobs that they are doing, and just the different types of jobs that are available to kids. Now my kids already told me, well two out of the three want to be YouTubers. So we'll see if they have any YouTubers there. I doubt it, but we'll see. So they're going to do that. And then they have, my other daughter wants to be a lawyer. I don't know if they're going to have a lawyer there or not, but I know they're going to be talking about careers. And I like that because I think it's important to get kids thinking about what I want to do when I grow up. Even if it is a YouTuber, at least they have some kind of idea about what they want to do. And if you want to be a YouTuber, you know, at least you know to encourage your kids to go into like videography, do things like that so that they can reach their goal but it's an amazing thing to get kids thinking about the future so i'm excited and i can't wait to see what i'm going to be doing tonight um i know that i will be recording the podcast and it's raining so if you guys hear any rain or any pitter patters or anything like that just know i was recording the podcast in the car and it was raining so that is what it is now tomorrow they're going to be doing um yeah a water day Hopefully it doesn't rain for that. We'll see. But, you know, they, the kids are having fun. I'm enjoying it. All is well. And we'll just see how it all works out. So, yeah. I just wanted to talk about our vacation Bible school because it's been amazing. It's been more of a vacation for me than anything. And I absolutely love it. So, that's how I feel. So, I'm excited. More pros and one con. But, you know, forget that. I can sleep. any. I can watch TV anytime. This has been amazing. So, actually, there are no cons. It's all pros. So, I take that back. No cons, all pros. Recently, I've become aware of the tropical storm, Barry. That's somewhere out there. Now, you know I mentioned I said it's been raining every single night. Which is true. Like, as I talk to you now, it's raining. So, it's been raining every single night. And at first, I didn't think it was a big deal. But... Because in the summer, here in Alabama in the summer, we have rain, like, pop-up showers in the afternoon and stuff. But it has literally been raining every single day. And it sucks. It wasn't bad at first because, like I said, with the pop-up shower here and there. And it's been like that all week. But, oh my goodness, today is like torrential rain. Like, just raining. And it's to the point where today, when it was at lunchtime, I forgot to bring my lunch. And I normally try to pack it. So if I don't pack it, I have to go out and get something to eat. But it was raining so bad today, and so I didn't even eat lunch. I just went to the vending machine, got something to eat, because I hate the rain. Like, I know we need the rain so that the plants can be watered and all this other kind of stuff, but I absolutely hate rain. Rain is not fun for me. It's not my favorite thing, and I don't like to go out in the rain because I always get wet. The umbrellas, for some reason, always splashes water on me, or it gets stuck, or I don't know. Umbrellas and I don't get along. The rain always makes me wet. I have sandals on in the summer. My feet get wet. My clothes get wet. I don't like the rain. So today for lunch, I literally stayed inside. I just went to the vending machine and got Gardettos out of it. Drank my water because I did remember to bring that. And that was it. I was like, you know what? Who needs lunch? Who needs to eat? It's raining outside. So I literally didn't go out to eat. I just sat inside ate gardettos and whatever so that's the kind of thing rain will make me do rain is the only thing that will make me not eat because i refuse to go out so if i can avoid going out in the rain 
I will. So when I was doing this, it made me think about what other people would do to avoid going out in the rain. I mean, it's crazy, but I'm just curious to find out what are some things that you would do without so that you don't have to go outside in the rain. I know there are some people out there who, like me, do not like rain and who don't want to go outside in the rain. So we would do anything and everything to avoid going out in bad weather. I know I can't be the only one like that because I'm sure there are other people. So today I want to hear from all of you all about the rain from all of you. And I specifically say I want to hear from rain haters, you know, people who hate the rain like myself. I want to hear from you and I want to know what you would do or go, what you would do to avoid going outside in the rain and what you'll do without to avoid going out in the rain. Now I'm sure that whatever it is, I can relate. So send me your quote unquote avoiding the rain stories and send that to the Music and Vibes Facebook page and leave me your message in either a comment or in a message. The handle to the Music and Vibes Facebook page is at the Music and Vibes Podcast. Once again, the handle to the Music and Vibes Facebook page is at the Music and Vibes Podcast. I can't wait to hear from you. Today on the podcast, I would like to talk about something that has really affected me this week. Over the past few years, three women at my job have lost their husbands. They, like, passed away. Most recently, two women within the past two weeks have lost their husbands. One co-worker's husband lost his battle to cancer over the 4th of July weekend, and then the other co-worker's husband suddenly passed away on yesterday. If I can be totally honest with you, I was really going to talk about something else today. But once I learned about my co-worker's husband passing away yesterday, I just felt like I needed to change the topic and talk instead about truly appreciating our spouse or a significant other. So many times in life, we live life like we're never going to die and like we're going to be here forever. None of us spends a lot of time thinking about death or dying, which is good because then life would be depressing and sad, which is why I want to say this whole talk is not going to be depressing and sad because that is what death makes you think about. It's depressing. It's sad. Like who wants to think about not being here? You know, it's a depressing and sad thing to think about. So I don't even like to talk about it. And I'm sure many people don't like to talk about it either. So we're not going to dwell on that, but we are going to talk about appreciating our spouse. So Sometimes I do feel, though, that our feeling of invincibility sometimes causes us to take people in our lives for granted. Now, I know there have been times in my marriage where my husband did something that was kind. It was awesome and it was amazing. And instead of expressing my appreciation to him at that moment, I was like, well, you know, I'll tell him when I get off from work or maybe I'll buy a card or maybe I'll do this or, you know, but I didn't do anything at that moment when he did that amazing thing for me because I knew that I could wait And that I could show him my appreciation at a later date. I mean, there have been times when I've been angry with my husband. And instead of trying to resolve the issue in that very moment, I gave him the silent treatment. You know how that is. You give people the silent treatment and you're just like, well, fine. I'll talk to him when I feel like it. So you wait a day or two days, three days, sometimes a week. Okay, I didn't wait a week. A week. It was just like two or three days. But it's still bad when you wait that long to resolve an issue. Now, 
I know that you have probably done the same thing too, so you might as well be honest and admit to it. You don't have to tell me, but you can admit it to yourself. Sometimes in a relationship, it can be hard to put aside your pride and admit you are wrong. So of course we're going to hold on to it forever and then eventually be like, okay, well, you were right. Or sometimes what we'll do is we'll make it sound like they're right, but we were right too. Well, we were really wrong, but you know, we'll just try to hold on to it. Yeah, we all do that. I've been there and I'm talking from experience because I know what it's like. The other day... I was watching a crime show on Hulu called Southern Fried Homicide. (laughs) All right, for those of you who are longtime listeners of the show, you already know I'm a self-proclaimed reality TV junkie. But in addition to that, I like to watch like, I don't like horror movies or anything because they scare me, but I like to watch crime shows. And I especially like this show. And I know it sounds corny, like Southern Fried Homicide. Like that is the dumbest name ever. But... I watched that show, and I think it's in syndication now, streaming on Hulu. But the point is, okay, I'm not endorsing the show. I just want to put it like that. I'm just saying I watch it. And the the whole thing about the show, it just talks about, like, different murders that occurred in the South. And I find it intriguing because I'm originally from New Jersey. I was born there. I lived there for, like, 10 years, and then I moved to South Carolina with my parents when I was 11. And I was there until I was, like, 22 then I moved to Alabama. So I've spent a majority of a huge part of my life in the South. And so when I watch these shows, I like to watch it because there have been times when they had something on it from Charleston, South Carolina, or North Carolina, or places that I've gone and places that I've been. And I find it interesting because it's like, when you travel, you never know what backstory a county has or what backstory a city has or what terrible crime has happened there when you're visiting you don't know any of this you don't know the whole history so since I'm a history lover I like to watch it because I like to see the history of places that I've been and surprisingly there have been a lot of okay maybe there's been a couple I'll say a couple a couple of shows that talked about places where I've lived or where I've been and it was neat because I could actually see the landmarks and I was like oh I know where that is oh wow so it's interesting to see and all these places and to find out about the history and things that happened in that area so yeah i like to watch those kind of shows but i'm telling you about this one episode of southern fried homicide because the story i found to be intriguing it was about this lady who was married and her husband was very controlling and unkind to her i mean things were so bad that this lady felt unloved and trapped in her marriage so anyway in keeping with the theme of the show the lady was murdered and for a while the police thought her her husband murdered her his wife because of how bad he treated her but her husband was not the killer i'm not going to tell you who did it just in case you ever watch the show but i will say that one of the reasons that the police thought that the husband murdered his wife was because the back of his hands were all bruised up it looked like he had been in a fight or altercation and that is why i mean who wouldn't think that someone murdered their wife if they If the guy called the police and then they get there and his hands are bruised and battered and bloody. So, of course, they were going to think that he did it. And he also, in an attempt to, like, see if his wife was breathing, leaned against her, had blood on his clothes. So, yeah, they thought he did it. But surprisingly, he did not kill her. But that's the reason why the police thought that he killed her. So, when the police asked him, like, 
why are your hands bruised the husband told the police that when he came into the house and found his wife dead he got angry and hit the wall with his fist now of course this explanation made them more suspect of him because they're just like who finds their wife dead and gets angry instead of like the emotion of sad and you know like shock instead of you get angry and you hit a wall it wasn't raining true with them so they didn't believe it anyway to make a long story short the real killer was discovered and the husband was officially cleared of committing the crime as the show was going off one of the people who knew both the husband and the woman or husband and the wife um, that was murdered said that the husband was devastated over the loss of his wife and that he regretted how he treated her when she was alive that stuck with me because it made sense like remember i told you how his hands were like bruised and battered and bloody and they even had they showed a picture where there's literally a hole in the wall and he said he was angry well once you think about it it kind of makes sense if he felt bad and has so much regret and guilt for how he treated his wife when she was alive of course he was mad when he found her dead because he was like oh my goodness i can't believe she's gone and i'll never get a chance to apologize the lady who was telling the story said this haunted him for many years and it stuck with me because it's like how can you live that down like how can you live life knowing that the last words you may have said to your spouse were mean words or hateful words or words that put them down or condemn them or like pointing out a flaw like how would you be able to live that down think about it in life we all have things that we regret like for me for example one of my regrets is that i did not pursue music as a career earlier in my career like instead of if i could do it all over again i probably wouldn't have gone to grad school i probably okay i probably wouldn't have gone to college or grad school i probably would just pursue music and yeah some of you might think well it's a good thing kiana didn't do that because she may not have been able to make a living but if i was as passionate as i am now about what i do and i was back then then i could i could have made it work and yeah it may have worked out it may not have worked out but the thing is i would have known i would have tried it and if it didn't work out i could have still gone to school but then again on the other hand it's like what if it didn't work out then i went to school and gave up on music altogether so maybe the way i took was the right way you know it's life you'll never know but the thing is even though i didn't pursue music earlier in my career when i was younger um and made the choice to go to college and graduate and then get a master's and stuff the point still remains i still have an opportunity to do all of those things yes i do have a master's i am working to fund my career but i have an opportunity to do all the things i wanted to do when i was younger but if i had to have one regret that would be it but that's one of the few regrets that i have and that's a regret i can actually live with now, I'm sure most of us have regrets or things that we wish we could have done differently in our lives. But the good thing about it is that most of the things that we regret not having done or doing, we can change. Like if it's something bad that you did, you can apologize and make it right with that person. If it's something you wish you had done earlier in life, you can do it now. So we can fix those things now. It's never too late to right a wrong. But in this case of the husband on the show, it was too late for him to right a wrong because his wife was dead. He would never have the chance to tell her that he was sorry for how he treated her or tell her that he loved her and promised to do better. 
for him, the opportunities to make things right were gone. And he was forever left with the missed opportunity to let his wife know that he loved her. Now, I don't know about you, but this is a regret that I don't want to have. Now, I don't know what the relationship status is between you and your spouse or significant other. But I do know that whatever the status is, it can always be improved. If your relationship is rocky, it can be worked on and improved. If your relationship is all right, it can be worked on and improved. If your relationship is awesome, it can be worked on and improved. The point I'm trying to make is that life is short and that we need to value the time that we have to spend with our spouse. If your relationship is bad, don't wait until you schedule an appointment with a counselor before you try to work on things. Start today by making an effort to replace the angry words with kind words. If your relationship is good, keep doing what you're doing, but try to step outside of your comfort zone and do something extra special for your spouse today. We all want to be loved. So why not begin to give your spouse the love that you want from them? Instead of reminding yourself about all the annoying things that your spouse does, why not focus on the kind and wonderful things that they do for you on a regular basis? And then let them know, not tomorrow, not next week, not a month from now when you plan something special. Let them know at that moment that they are appreciated. It can be something as easy as saying, thank you to your wife for having dinner ready when she gets when you get home or it could be giving your husband a hug and thanking him for taking out the trash now i know people are going to say stuff like they should do that anyway that's part of what they should be doing no no that's not what they should be doing they're doing it out of love for you and they're doing it because they're responsible and they're doing it because that is what they're doing they're doing it most likely for you so instead of thinking and feeling like this is what should be happening and everything, don't feel like that. Just thank them and let them know that they're appreciated. I have to be real. My husband and I have had some ups and downs in our marriage. But with that being said, I do believe God has given me a pretty amazing man to spend the rest of my life with. And I'm sure you also have been blessed with a wonderful wife or an amazing husband. So today, I encourage you to appreciate your spouse. Let them know how much you love them. Cherish every moment with them. And let us do what we can to let them know that they are loved and valued by us. The song that we are about to hear is called All I Want. The song was originally featured during the Christmas episode of the podcast. So yes, it's a Christmas song. However, with everything that's been going on at work and everything, I thought that this song is a good representation of what it means to truly appreciate and love your spouse. So without further ado, here's the song, All I Want. Just another holiday He didn't have no money Bills just had to be paid He tried to figure out What he should do To make Christmas special For his wife too He wasn't sure How she would feel When she
In the podcast, I would like to thank our sponsors, Anique Music and the Music and Vibes Store, for their continued support of the program. Anique Music is a publishing company that represents all the music heard here on the show. Thank you, Anique Music, for your sponsorship. I would also like to thank our new sponsor. Okay, they're not so new anymore because they've been sponsoring it for almost a month, but thank you anyway, Music and Vibes Store. The Music and Vibes store is an online store that sells accessories and shoes that have a flair and will make you the envy of all your friends. The Music and Vibes store will be opening sometime within the next couple of months, so stay tuned to the podcast to find out details about the grand opening. I just want to take this time to thank you guys for making today's episode of Music and Vibes such a success. As always, I appreciate you tuning in and listening, and I just love you guys. I just want to say thank you. I want you to know that I appreciate every single one of you for listening and for sharing the podcast with your friends and family. I can see an increase in listening, so thank you for sharing as well. I just want to take time to remind you to go to Apple Music, which is formerly known as iTunes, and go to the Music and Vibes podcast to subscribe and leave a review for the show. After you do this, I want you to head over to the website, musicandvibes.com, and check out the new website. Then feel free to sign up for our newsletter. This is one of the many ways you can keep up to date with all things going on with Music and Vibes. You can also connect with me on Instagram. My handle there is Music and Vibes. I answer all my DMs or comments. So if you leave me a message, I promise, promise, promise you I will respond. And finally, you can contact me on the Music and Vibes Facebook page. Thank you guys so much for spending time with me today. And I can't wait to spend time with you again next week. Bye-bye for now, and I'll talk to you later.